just now we're doing. Now we're doing this. We're in the main show. Matt, yes, what were you talking about, Matt? In the main Hi, show. Oh my welcome goodness. to I almost the main again. show ah. of the ASAP Weekly, po- not Pokemon podcast, the Legend of Zelda podcast. <laughs> I that be the totally full title? didn't flub that. Uh, <laughs> I should say that every time. Wonderful host, Matthew, with Robert and Tristan. Um, today we are going to be talking about The Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. The weird one. The one where they tried to Dragon Quest it. Can I, can can I, I just say, I'm I'm actually super excited after our last episode. Like, you guys, I'm, I'm like, I'm, this was not the intention for the, these, like, episodes to flow together. But, like, the amount of talking you did about this game in the last episode has made it really excited to, for you guys Look, to talk if, about if it. If you're <laughs> going to, like, her. if you're going to talk about early Zelda... You have to talk about this one, because actually, I did a misnomer. It's not The Legend of Zelda 2. It is Zelda 2. Oh, okay. So the first one is the... The first one's The Legend of Zelda. Zelda. The second one is Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Was the previous one not The Adventure of Link? I don't I, know. I was going to say, going has, on a new adventure. are they not both? It has, adventure? It has such a strange, it has such a strange, like title to it across the board hey is this japanese is this a japanese english problem or something so. else i will i will look it up in a second but like hey hey is zelda just not legendary anymore i i, I don't know she's so is this like a downgrade <laughs> Secondly, she, she's 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 not relevant okay like true. before like in every other game she's like a relevant character but from what i'm getting from this i shouldn't hear her about her at all right matt <laughs> i was i was about to say but she's not really like that relevant in the oracle games if you play like a linked playthrough then I guess. Yeah, but, if you play a link, a link playthrough, she's super relevant. She she briefly she's like if you don't play like a link playthrough, she's like the aptly named Miss Not Appearing in this game. <laughs> um, um, but, okay. but the Adventure of Link this is such a redundant title. Like, is there a so, Zelda game where you don't play as Link? I I haven't felt this. Sorry, Matt. I, I know I know you're jumping. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I, I haven't felt this redundant since, like, the first title I put up for our podcast, which was Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, because <laughs> of my naming convention. Anyway. I do kind of respect them dropping, like, Zelda 2. Like, there's there's other games that, or there's other, like, media that does that, where they're like, oh, we don't need those other words. Okay, Rain so there, there, there's a couple, like weird things in this couple uh, I, i'm just gonna uh, like yeah everything's weird this is, this, is the, this is the era of video games where they like do a sequel and they're like i don't know i know everybody loved everything about the first one but what if we threw all of our design decisions <laughs> out and did something completely random instead what if we just tried to make legend of zelda dragon quest for no reason uh <laughs> And so, okay, so the first thing, looking at the plot that jumps out at me. So, a few years after the defeat of Ganon and the rescue of Princess Link, the pres- Princess Zelda, sorry, Link, <laughs> now at the age of 16. So apparently, Link is actually a child in the, f- in the first game, because it's been a couple of years, and now he's 16. Um... And uh, it turns out, this, uh, so Impa tells him that the king of Hyrule, 
unnamed, just the title, um, <laughs> had hidden a third part of the Triforce. So we're finally, finally, the Triforce actually lives up to its tri name. It has three sections to it. The third part, the Triforce of Courage, he hid it in the Great Palace. Um, and then Zelda's brother. Zelda Zelda just suddenly has a brother. This guy never appears in canon again, also not named, just called the <laughs> prince. Um, the tr- prince used the power of a magician to try to get Zelda to tell him where the Triforce of Courage was. And the magician put her into a deep sleep. Uh, deep sleep. And then the wizard died. <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna... sorry, I, I'm I'm hearing this with no comment. Like this is your best. Uh, this has been the most hilarious retelling. Not maybe not your best. I, I you've had some gr- crazy games to get through, but you, the the funniest retelling I think I've heard. Because I'm just like listening to this, and I'm like, yes, okay. This this is where we're gonna start with you know lore. This is you know this is a podcast that is eventually gonna be about the Zelda lore. But I just like how this was were the ideas that like built this empire, this IP. You know? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, not, couple, I'm, I'm not done the craziness yet. A couple quick questions. Okay. Why did he hide it in the palace? I that feels like a bad place. It's to the like, Great Palace. Like it's it just feels really central. Like if you want someone to not find something, you think that you would put it. Uh, well, don't worry. They yet. sealed the Great Palace with six okay, crystals because I don't so know if this. I don't know if this is trying to be those. a Dragon Quest or a Final Fantasy. It's unclear. Very fair. Second but question: neither, the, what, neither of those games were out, right? Uh, just, just, just for my headcanon here. Uh, I think Dragon Quest like was. Ten, Dragon, Dragon Quest was at that yeah, point. Wow. Dragon Quest was okay. Second, second question. Sorry, did you say the king was Dragon Quest? You say the king was still alive during this? No, the king's dead at this point. Okay, that that makes more sense. I was like, why is he asking Zelda? She yeah, didn't hide it there. The king that makes told, much more sense. He only okay. told Zelda. He didn't That's tell his fair. son. And I mean, he, I mean, which I guess is a good thing because his son is just like terrible. Yeah, right. No, like he probably recognized that. He was like, I have one good child and one like little goblin, so I'm just not gonna. <laughs> He didn't even name him. His name is literally just <laughs> Prince the Hyrule. No, okay. <laughs> but, like, this is a nature versus nurture thing, because if my parents didn't name me, I'd probably hate them, too. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please get to right. Okay, He's sorry. I, f- I found some more details. Apparently, the reason why the magician died is because the prince... Uh, actually was just like, wait, you're going to put my sister in eternal sleep, turned on him and killed the magician, but wasn't able to stop the spell. Um, I think it's also worth pointing out, his name is Magician. He doesn't yes. have a name. <laughs> He's just... I think this is perfect for uh, every kind of Japanese game coming out That's in true. the 80s. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, Link is told by Impa to go get the six crystals to open the Great Seal in the Great Palace, get the Triforce of Courage, and then wake up the sleeping Princess Zelda. So, um, after Link learns this, uh, the minions of Ganon start attacking again because they believe some for some reason it's never explained why this would work or why they think this. If they pour the blood of Link on the ashes of Ganon, it will resurrect Ganon. That's wild. Yeah. Um, and this 
and at the end of this, Link collects all three Triforce uh, parts because he already has wisdom and power going into this game. Uh, they don't do anything for him, but he has them. <laughs> and, uh, it's, a, with... it's late season Dragon Ball Z where, like, you know, collecting the Dragon Balls is just kind of part of the game. Yeah, you know? I mean, very uh, fair. you know, like, in Zelda canon, getting all three gives you, like, this perfect wish. And uh, instead, Link just uses it to wake up a sleeping person. Speaking of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the plot. It's Quote weird. Um, there's like towns and dungeons and like a world map. This, this game... Okay, so this game comes out after Dragon Quest. It's very clearly trying to be Dragon Quest. Um, n now the gameplay takes place on like, you know, you have random encounters and, uh, all dungeons and all, all like, I want to say instance content, but that's like an MMO term, more like non-world <laughs> map, uh, stuff like any towns or dungeons, uh, random encounters, boss fights, anything takes place on a 2D screen, um, like a side scroller. Um, and when Link kills enemies, he gets experience points, which he can use to level up and improve his stats. It's a really weird, really, really odd, like, it's super experimental and it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> it, it gets me because even as RPGs go, it's very rudimentary. It's super rudimentary, and like it's, it just does not work. Um, and so you have a lot of access to a bunch of different magic, um, that do uh, that give you different spells, but the spells are all like kind of rudimentary. Like you get a, you can like get like magic armor. You can jump. Um, you can like shoot a fireball. Like it's not terribly interesting. Uh, so this is also still on the NES or the Famicom, so the graphics aren't great. Uh, this is this is not a game that really like left too much of a legacy in Zelda. It's actually this is a really weird one to talk about because if when we talk about the first game, you know, it lays down a lot of the ground rules we talk about link to the past when we get there that one that one codifies like the zelda canon and like how a zelda game works in zelda dungeons this one i it's the first time shadow link shows up i think that's about where the influence ends <laughs> like i'm I, like not I said. kidding I, I think this game's biggest contribution is the Smash Melee stage. I'm <laughs> old. Oh, sorry, sorry. There's one other there's one other thing that this game contributes. It's the main origin of Dark Nuts as like oh. I think I think Dark Nuts. Yeah. Is that Dark Nuts? I thought you were gonna say it's it's like contribution was the I am error meme. Which is also true. But, oh no, sorry, Iron Knuckles. I always mix those up. 
Iron Knuckles originate from this game? Iron Knuckles and Shadow Link. That is the entire legacy of this entire game. That's it. Also, technically, oh. the Triforce of Courage, but they would have gotten around to that eventually. So this is just Ocarina of Time, but worse. Sorry? So this is just Ocarina of Time, but worse. They were like, hmm, let's, let's redo a few of those concepts. I, don't, I feel like they didn't really get to, to live. Yeah, this is just... a better game. Uh, like, I'm looking at the enemy list because, I, you know, I was just looking through because I'm like, oh, you know, uh, this game is not great, but surely there, is, there must be, like, callbacks. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a Doom Knocker ever again. Or... <laughs> I was I was looking up there. Were, it looks like there was um, a Japanese only boss that was replaced in the like international version, oh. and I am positive there's a reason why it's probably German or something. It's called the Germa Fencer, but I'm like, so it's just a screamer <laughs> Germa. Like he was in Legend of Zelda and they took him out. <laughs> oh God! Is there any I say like maybe plot aside relevance, but like like game creation elements or or is it just the wild one that that you like to you know laugh at a little bit is that kind of what i'm getting from this map i think yeah this is just kind of like the they, they like did something completely wild and new and experimental and failed the one thing i'll give it is that there were side scroller sections in the oracle games as well I mean, yeah, I this guess. This game seemed to try to like. They were like, "Yeah, throwback," and that—that's basically it. Yeah, but the difference with those ones is that they were actually good. Oh no, no, that's, I'm not saying they're worse. <laughs> I'm just saying like it feels like they were making a reference to it, but it's also like, oh. like no, just, okay, okay. Know. There's so many weird things in this one. Like Link has lives, like it's a Mario game. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like he. he you you pick up link dolls to like have more lives um and if you run out of them it's it like shows this game over screen it's like get and lives again because it turns out oh that one's yeah, wild like that one. idea that pouring link's blood on his ashes will revive him totally works yeah which leads to one of the timelines i'm pretty sure right no, no, this is just, uh, this is already oh. in its own timeline, the, the Age of Decline. Oh. Um. I'm, I'm doing my best to give this game any leg to stand on, like. Yeah. Like, it really just doesn't, like, I guess it's the origin of, like, Zelda games having towns? <laughs> that's new? That didn't oh. happen before. <laughs> that's, that's very fair. <laughs> like and uh did he have a magic meter in the previous one i guess this might I be the origin so. of like having magic but also i can't really no tell you, you used rupees in the last game as like your magic yeah. meter basically so there we go this game is the origin of link having magic none of the magic in this game ever carries forward but <laughs> It's the first instance of it. There we go. The legacy has been... <laughs> um, uh, I remember trying to play this one. 
Oh, oh the Ocarina of Time stages are named after the towns. I'll give it that, I guess. Oh, there we There's go. Some lore, lore relevance there. Amazing. That's so um, I, I remember trying to play this one, and uh, I got to, like, this little... There was this cave I had to go through to go get, like, the hammer, because I needed the hammer to break a rock to go to the next town. So I was going through this cave to get to... Because I believe it would lead to, like, a dungeon or something. And so it's a dark cave. So I can see like the ground I'm standing on, but the background is black, right? Because it's like a cave. And there are keys. And keys are also black. So I cannot see them. And they just invisibly fly into me and kill me. <laughs> and I tried this like 20 times and i'm just like never mind i see why this one didn't take off and i never played it again <laughs> this is this is kind of incredible i'm looking at there's there's a legacy tab on the the wiki page for it and like there's so much reaching here <laughs> this game introduced the ability for ganon to be revived i i guess i'll deal with them I, like sure fine <laughs> Like we wouldn't have a sequel if not for that, I guess. Um, this was the first game where Link can shapeshift, as well as the first game where the process is voluntary and beneficial, which is that's a gimme. Like, um, it's the first game with boss music. That's interesting. Actually, they didn't have unique boss music. I mean, my favorite, NES. my favorite bullet point: the first appearance of an adult Link in the series. Link is officially 16 in this game. That... Why is... That's not how... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the journey takes long enough that he gets two more years before the game ends. I, it certainly sounds like it feels that way. Yeah, I, uh... I don't really know what to, to, to say for my, your initial reactions here. Um, my my question is, is if there's a modern, modern, uh, we'll say listener, modern, modern player of the Zelda games, um, them going into this was probably like it's probably just like an acid trip a little bit, right? Like, is that a fair assessment of what it'd feel like? <laughs> I think this game also introduced like Link's like sword pogo thing that he uses in mm -hmm. Smash. That's pretty iconic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that this is where the sword pogo comes from. Like I'm, I'm reaching more than Bungie's last Halo game over here. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's rough. Uh, uh, anyone says introduce the magic system, but it caveats it immediately by saying, even though it was never used so excessively after this game. <laughs> man, I wasn't even looking at the legacy part, and it's basically quoting me. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's it's kind of rough. The suggestion of romantic interest between Link and Zelda, as implied by the <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe for a moment that that was the first in this game. <laughs> People were absolutely shipping those two back in 1980s. Like, they had opposed genders, so like, yeah. Right. I mean, actually, honestly, opposed genders isn't even really a uh, obstacle for the shipping community. I feel like it probably was in the 80s. That's fair. Like... 
you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, when, I don't think you really need to like. Yeah. Uh, we we already did the history segment. We don't need to discuss yeah. <laughs> the history of like homophobia in the 1980s. Like, yeah, I was gonna say. I just I just feel like fandom in general wasn't quite so. Uh, I'm hesitant to say progressive because I don't know. Was there was there fan like? What would actually? That's probably a good question to ask. What would the fandom for Zelda game, like the second Zelda game coming out, look like? Right? Like, what would actually? How many people were actually anticipating the second release? Because um, now I mean, it's like probably a, a lot of people. Because the first game was really popular. But like, I, I feel like the first mm-hmm. game was super popular. So there were probably a bunch of people who like when they heard there was going to be a second Zelda game, absolutely flipped their lids because like you know they're like, wow, I want more of that. And then I feel like when they announced the third one, they were like, mm-hmm. I do know one person. I, I do know one person who, well, n- not like no, as in I personally know them, but I know of one person who genuinely likes this game. And, and that's. And what, did, what did they say about it? Or what, what was their uh, reasoning? Do you know by any chance? Because uh, they were a kid playing it when they played it. Oh, uh, okay, well. it was, uh, it's Dan from uh, Game I Grumps. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> in, in, it was like I think this might have been discussed last episode but if it was yeah. directly I don't remember it but like I was thinking who all the people it could possibly be <laughs> as far as like celebrities or anything like that and I was like I bet it's Dan <laughs> that fucker <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Sexbang is definitely a Zelda 2 enjoyer <laughs> Oh my goodness, the references are just going beyond now. Um, I I do, I do. Uh, <laughs> I I think that's another thing we can always talk about, right? Like, I still to this day think I could probably get a kid to play the original Pokemon games, especially I mean, like, especially on like an emulator or something, right? Um, but yeah. uh, but I but I, I think I'm, the feeling I'm getting from this is that this is not a game that you just easily like. Yeah, like you, could, you could get a kid to play it. I was a kid who played it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting a kid to continue to play it and enjoy it that you're going to really struggle with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those games that, like, it really depends on your frame of reference. Because if this is the only game you've played, it's going to blow your socks off. Like, yeah. there's just no... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Hello? Yes. Hello. And we're still here. We're still here. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, so, yeah, what do we uh, what do we do with this information, I guess, right? Because this is supposed to be a little bit historic, you know, a little bit kind of historic, our podcast and stuff. Um, but from from what I'm getting, I, I was super hyped for this episode because we're talk, talking about the wacky things. But it's one of those things where, where it's just all those wacky things don't make the game good, right? Like... I think that's something to keep in mind because I think a lot of people will throw stuff at the wall, but this is an example probably of a game that you throw stuff at the wall and it, it none of it sticks. Like you, you no. don't even get one thing that really. Well, is there the maybe, ability maybe... for Ganon to revive himself stuck? I guess. <laughs> okay. But is there is there anything that that you would be like, oh, there was this one thing that was pretty cool about this game, or are you pretty much just a lot of wacky like nonsense? Uh, there was one cool thing in that, like for an NES game, it actually had a pretty decent like sword fighting uh like system mm-hmm. That's because fair. like you could uh change the elevation of your sword strikes from like high medium and low 
and you be and like you had to like use these to like uh get around the blocks of like dark nuts and whatnot to uh kill them that was it's rudimentary but it's quite impressive for an nes game so i have to give them credit for that yeah that's fair um also i saw something very very weird in the uh reception section on the wiki um quote when reviewing spirit tracks game observer editor jacob kreitz cited the adventures of link as one of the black sheep in the series alongside majora's mask the wind waker and spirit tracks itself like what (laughs) that's okay so spirit tracks i definitely get calling that yeah like a like a black sheep same with like i would argue phantom hourglass as well but especially spirit tracks same with majora's mask ultimately just because it does have so many like weird like things going on but in what way is wind waker a black sheep i guess that guy just never really got out of the whole like gamecube graphics controversy thing i yeah i don't like i'll I'll give you that wind waker is like a little bit less standard because there's only like two temples in so many words but even then like it's still the like same format so like that's a very weird like the the other ones i'll absolutely give them like you know majora's mask like it or hate it is it's like it's definitely different so like that's not controversial, but also like Windbreaker. <laughs> I feel like you're wearing a. It's it's one of those things. So when was sorry when when was uh, Matt that 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 opinion? Well, like what year is this from? Is this from? Uh this is from reviewing Spirit Tracks, which was like two thousand nine. Yeah, it, it's so funny to hear opinion like that. Like what twenty years after a game release. Is yeah. that, is that... <laughs> I mean, if you want further proof that, like, Fenistu will just give anything with a pulse a 35 or above, they gave it a 36 out of 40. That's rough. <laughs> I When you said 35 or above, I honest to God thought you meant out of 100. No, no, no. But also, Some... like, Famitsu. Famitsu is, like... I don't know the history of Mitsu as a publication, but I, I kind of feel like back in the day it would have been like the definition of a biased source, right? Like it's not a literal <laughs> official Nintendo magazine, but like, yeah. But I what feel else like... is it going to be about at the time? Yeah, like it's, it's it's what it's there, right? It'd be like if Pokemon Weekly was like, yeah, I mean, it was an eight. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Where do we God. where do we go from here reviewing this, Matt? Uh, so yeah, this is summing it all up, and you know, looking at other reception from notes on reception and whatnot. This is the lowest point for the Zelda series. This um, is it. Wow. <laughs> you know, no, you know, know people no, get I, so fed up about future games. Only, and like, Matt's like, this is it. <laughs> the only the only possible like deviation from that argument is the cbi games and those don't count yeah oh god like, mainline no. games mainline games yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're gonna stick for to... the mainline series this is as low as the series got this was a game where they were trying to chase the dragon quest uh like craze failed miserably 
Um, what what the, was sorry just for just for a listener and for me actually as well. Like, what was probably the big, we'll say like actual because I, I I'm just interested in this kind of like '80s video game creation part of it. Um, what was like some of the aspects of Dragon Quest that you think this game was going for, or that Dragon Quest just did world way map XP progression, random encounters, dungeons, towns, um, like. It's got the it's got the super basic JRPG uh, construction that's mm-hmm. very similar to Dragon Quest. Gotcha, but it just it just doesn't do it. It just no. no. Um. And <laughs> Matt's at like a is, loss for words trying to yeah, describe like, this. Yeah, just like. The way that sentence started, I thought you were saying they were chasing the dragon, as in like the colloquial like. I mean, they basically were like right, but like I was like, oh yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna just come right out and say it, it was the eighties, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, <sighs> oh sorry, they weren't chasing Dragon Quest; they were chasing Dragon Warrior. This is what the first one's called. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, sure, in sure. North America. We need to be historically accurate because someone's going to listen to this in a hundred years. Yeah, and they're they're not in they're going to lose years. all the records. All Wikipedia is going to be gone, and this is they're only going to have audio records, and this is what they're listening to to get information about you know Zelda in a hundred years ago. You know, so maybe good, good the thing. pre-show, maybe the pre-show will inspire them to figure out time travel, and we'll close the loop. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you know, th- yeah. So as I was saying, like this is the lowest point in the series. Uh, I will say that like there are other low points in the series where like the series kind of doesn't, it kind of runs into some issues and then fixes things in the next entry, but nothing gets as low as this one. Um, and of the Zelda games, it's the least. Zelda game-ish one of them all. Yeah, there's, there's not a Zelda game I can really say actively bad things about the same way as this one. Exactly. Like, the I only mean, other like, Zelda game I have... When we get to have... Skyward Sword, I'm going to blow a gasket. Probably, but Skyward like... Sword... Are we Skyward covering Sword, the remake? I, will... <laughs> I was gonna say, I think Skyward Sword was mostly, like, hobbled by the fact that it was on, like... They're trying to make it a Wii thing, yeah. Absolute, yeah. like... Well, because it was on the Wii or the Wii U? The Wii. Uh, Wii. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I'll give it that then. I was going to say it was on... I couldn't remember if it was on the Wii U, which is definitely a much larger obstacle. It's like, um, what was the Star Fox one on the Wii U? Oh, God. We don't talk that about end. that one. Yeah, that had obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think apart from this, Zelda, the only one I have like actual criticism for is like the Link's Awakening remake. Mm-hmm. And that's just because... like. It's it's just too short a game for that kind of price. Like I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. I'm not like the kind of person that usually like equates it that directly because I think it's a really disingenuous argument. But like we are fundamentally talking about like a Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not giving you guys eighty bucks for it. Like I appreciate what you did for it, and like there's a lot, but like I just like that's a lot of money for a very little amount of game. Yeah. 
So at the end of the day, if somebody's just like, oh, you know, I'm trying to get into the Zelda games. Should I try this one? No. No. Don't. <laughs> okay, so here. I would recommend them to play it. I would recommend it if there was if it was their very first Zelda, just so more people have experienced it. But I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't like just game. because like if it's their first Zelda and they're trying to get into the Zelda series and they and this is where they start, there's a very strong chance they just leave and don't try any of the good ones. I would give you that if this weren't Zelda we were talking about. <laughs> it's it's very hard to argue to me that like other Zelda games are like diminished by this one. It's it's like if you gave somebody like a mint Oreo and they're like, I'm never gonna try a cookie again for the rest of my life. Like that's honestly just... if I tried a mint Oreo, I think I wouldn't I would just swear off cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. I uh, we solved, we no. solved America's obesity issue. Um, oh, no. <laughs> just give them bad cookies <laughs> or, or flavors they don't like. Uh, like instead, I, I yeah, instead, like... of, instead of uh, uh, like consumer like metrics to like find out like what people enjoy, right? Like what what people enjoy eating. You, instead, you're trying to find what people hate and only sell to... those products. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I just feel like Zelda as a series. Like if you've heard about it. If you're if you're somehow someone who has never played a Zelda game and knows absolutely nothing through pop culture osmosis, I this might turn you off that game, but I think that kind of person is entirely hypothetical. That's fair. Like if I were oh. to take this game back to a medieval peasant, it might kill them, but like <laughs> yeah. um, regardless, I, I think I think our I think so. It, it's it's essentially I think what we're saying is is this is probably not not the one to look at i i'm gonna go with matt on this in the sense that it, it seems like the one the one maybe to hear about uh this might be uh if if i were to add my own end of like end of episode like thing it's like uh play it back watch a playthrough or watch some highlights oh absolutely right? let me let uh, me walk that mm -hmm. back a little by no means am i endorsing this game i'm just saying that if you're gonna play it you have I to i can't play believe it you're endorsing this game <laughs> i'm just saying that if you're gonna play it you have to do it before playing any other zelda game because it's just so much more unbearable if you played another one um so so <laughs> with that being said i guess i guess my point is with with all this um is to i i think this is definitely one of those that i would uh, maybe watch some highlights. Maybe you start a playthrough, but I probably wouldn't watch uh, watch too too much. I don't think I don't think it has it has the funny the funny aspect to it, but I don't think it really has much more than that, right? It's one of those things that's gonna be cool for a second, and then it probably isn't as interesting. Yeah, is that is that I, a fair I mean, assessment? Like we we've brought him up, so watch the Game Grumps playthrough of it. Game Grumps <laughs> are go. fun. They can, I was actually they can poke jokes. <laughs> So I was I was curious because not that this is a metric that matters by any means at all, but I was curious if like this is the sort of game that was like a collector's piece mm -hmm. just by being like a weird one. And like kinda. But like you can find you can find sealed copies for like you know, a few thousand. But like it's not the weird piece of memorabilia I kinda thought it might be. Like, like, mm. like, if you look at, like, vintage game prices, there's a lot of them where you're like, that's surprisingly cheap for, like, how prolific this game was. And there's mm -hmm. other ones where you're like, wow, this this is expensive. And I think that's more what I thought this would be. I was kind of expecting this to be, like, the closest thing Nintendo got to, like, the E.T. landfill. So so <laughs> just just a quick thing. Like, I think one of the things when it comes to old game, like, uh, Nintendo prices, uh, Nintendo 
did like they released a lot of these on the ds like a lot of these older games as well right so the fact that you can just download it from nintendo store for like a somewhat reasonable price um meant that i think a lot of that rareness factor is just not there mm-hmm. oh no no but i'm just talking about like the actual like physical box copies and oh stuff. gotcha if gotcha you, gotcha like if you wanted me. to get like a graded collectible version of like the original you're looking at like mm-hmm. five figures yeah yeah that makes sense so, yeah, this is- uh, I think I think we can probably kind of roll out this episode, um, like with with our kind of final thoughts on this uh, as a whole. Um, Matt, do you want to start us off there? Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I've kind of stated my final thoughts that like this is this is this is the black sheep of the family. This is the uh, more honestly, the Breath of the Wilds ruined Zelda, but you know. No, <laughs> this this that's is a, that's a hot take for this episode. <laughs> that's a joke. Where we go, bringing up Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild threw out a lot of things about the Zelda formula and tried a bunch of new things, but it worked. Um, this was them tossing out a bunch of stuff to try things that other games had done much better and not executing them nearly as well. Like. You know, it's trying to be Dragon Warrior, but Dragon Warrior has way more plot and interesting intrigue and whatnot. Well, this one is just collect the six crystals and you win. Um, and uh, its gameplay just doesn't really work all that well. It has some interesting ideas, but uh, later games are going to do them much better. It really is a game that just doesn't have a legacy um which is kind of kind of just all you really need to say because like big big huge impactful games in the 80s and uh, early 90s you know those are the games with legacies that ring down to today legend of zelda 2's legacy is that it came before a link to the past i think that's all i can i think that Sinkly says it. It's just it's the one that's known to be between Legend of Zelda One and Link to the Past. There you go. Uh Tristan, you have anything to add to that as we close up the I episode? Got, I got nothing. Like I, I can't even pretend Perfect. I have Succinct things to say with this team. Slow claps for Matt. Killed it this episode. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I think we actually did suggest, like at the beginning, at the genesis of this podcast, to do these first two games like as one episode. Uh and I'm kind of feeling why, because they're 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 their actual rudimentary part is like quite basic. I think the the reason our first episode went a little longer is just because we had a lot of history to go through. Uh, but yeah. now that we've talked about that, it's it's a little bit more okay. Now we're kind of in the role of things. Um, maybe mm. for me, um, you've at least I will go check out the first episode of Game Grumps playing through this game, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, but what I will add to all this is the following. And the thing I want to maybe preview the next episode with is what should I expect for the third game? What is it called? Maybe we should start with that. A link to the past. A link to the past, and this yeah. is, a link to the past <laughs> is excellent. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's commonly considered like the, if not the one of the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. like best Zelda is a contentious argument. I don't feel like getting into. It's the mm-hmm. first but, like, game in the series that if somebody were to say it's the best Zelda game in the series, I wouldn't argue with them. I wouldn't agree with them, but I wouldn't argue mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. And I think um, it's, I think so. We'll talk more about that. Let's let, let's let's leave it for the next episode, guys. If Legend uh, but... of Zelda one 
left the legacy of starting the series and Legend and and Zelda Two, not the Legend of Zelda Two. Zelda Two doesn't have any legacy at all. Link to the Past is where Zelda comes from. It's it is the codifier of everything, and we'll get there into that go. in its own episode. Perfect, nice preview for our next episode. Um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks once again, uh, Matt, for help for hosting, being so generous and being with us. Uh, thank you once again, Tristan, for uh, taking on and uh, interrupting Matt in the most perfect way that made me laugh every time. So I, 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 I feel like Tristan has that art like to a T. You know what I mean? Uh, I think Matt needs to be interrupted just a little bit more. Like it's. I think you're right. Actually, I think I should let you. I should let you interrupt more. I think I. I think I did a service actually to the interruptions. <laughs> um, but, but regardless, thank you both for being so much, uh, you know, taking your time to be on this episode. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm going to get kicked out of these. Uh, so we'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. Bye bye. See ya. See ya.